Next time you troll someone, consider yourself warned you can be found. This um, caught my eye because it's a case involving a woman who came forward with allegations that her pastor had sexually assaulted her and then was named and shamed all over the Internet by trolls who violated the court-ordered publication ban put in place to protect her identity, and then they made her life hell. And so the courts responded using an obscure legal tool that's uh, used in online defamation and harassment cases. It's called the Norwich Order, which this woman and her lawyer used to compel uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Reddit to share the details of who's behind the accounts which may soon give this woman all the information she needs to go after those who think that they are hidden behind their keyboard. Lauren Honickman, lawyer and partner with Browty Thorning, joining us now. Hello there, sir. How are you? Well, I thought of you because this is right in your wheelhouse. This is your particular specialty. So uh, let me um, explain where this came. This, is, um, this thing dates back to the 70s in Britain in a chicken and feed dispute, but this company called Norwich... Pharmacal had discovered that someone was importing a chemical it had patented for use as a feed additive, but then custom officials wouldn't disclose who was doing it. And so the British lords, uh, the British, I guess, House of Commons, um, compelled them that the officials would have to tell, like, who, who it was. They had to get that information. None, nonetheless, the law is back now, and you even suggest it's being used more and more because we kind of have to know who's behind what they're saying. Right. And, you know, from the time the, the internet uh, uh, was created and people decided it was a wonderful place to um, to utilize on a freedom of expression and freedom of speech point of view, which is 100% correct. It is, it is a, an incredible platform and it has changed the world in that way. But in wow. the really negative aspect are the people who have used the internet and hide behind cloaks of anonymity to say whatever they want to say. And of course, in many cases, will will irreparably harm people through defamatory posting. So th this issue with the Norwich order, it's, it's, it's not new as far as it being used. Um, we've been trying, those of us who have worked in the defamation legal world for quite some time, um, it's been around as as a tool. The really interesting part, Alex, is that a lot of the courts now are are understanding, or there's more of a realization of just how important it is mm -hmm. in today's world, and that that's the difference. And but let me tell you what part of the problem is. Part of the problem is is like anything to do with going to court. Um, there there's two aspects that are problematic. One the cost of course because now yeah. you you you're you got to go to court you got to bring a motion you got to bring an application you've got you've got a lot of steps etc and two um it's it's getting into court and how quickly you can get in and you and i can talk on a separate day and a separate time about the civil justice system in ontario and how backed up it is and how hard it is to get things heard and so that's part of the problem but well, having said that oh sorry go ahead yeah you know, i was just gonna say but i mean look i i'm bound by laws and you 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 are too but even in your broadcasting day there's laws i can't just say whatever i want or someone can sue me there are very right. strict laws i have to follow and it goes for my social media but anyone can say what they want and they do every day and you know what 
I can't afford to go and hire thousands of lawyers to, you know, and I can't even, I don't even bother to push back because then you just invite more of it. And so we've gotten to this point where there are rules for, for thee or for right. me, but not for thee. And, and, and it's very um, damaging to somebody. That's right. So so let's just use an example. You know, somebody publishes something on one of the social platforms, like Facebook, yeah. Twitter, yeah. whatever. Take your pick. And and it's 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 false, it's defamatory, people are liking it, it's getting retweeted or it's getting resent, whatever. And I sometimes when I'm when I'm dealing with these clients, I've now used the analogy, Alex, that I'm almost like an emergency room doctor. Somebody's coming in with the, you know, the proverbial knife in their back. We got to do something immediately because what people don't understand is the irreparable harm that can that takes place can take place almost immediately within 24 hours. I I, I'm not going to get canceled instantly. Oh, I, and I won't, I'm, I'm, I can give you, we can sit here with anecdotal examples. I can, I can go one after another businesses, 48 hours shutting down. Now, the problem is, 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 is how do you deal with that? And, and that's where, you know, you, so you write to the, uh, all, all of these social media platforms have what they call a dispute resolution process complaint. You know, you send it, you go, you know, this urgency, but it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work where immediately things are taken down, et cetera. So now, now what do you do? If you want to now sue and you want to be able to see who that is. So this Norwich order. Um, application becomes very, very crucial. Here's another thing. You have to be able to show. You can't just walk into the court and say, oh, there's uh, this person X out there. They're hiding behind this cloak and anonymity. We got to know. We need an order to force that social media platform to give us the identifying information. You've got to show that you've taken the steps to at least do anything and everything you can. So you got to show the court, uh, your honor, this is our last resort here. We wrote to the alleged defamer through whatever. We we wrote to the to the platform uh and asked them to we have here's your evidence. We have no other choice here right now. And courts are now realizing, Alex, and I guess this is the difference from let's say 10 years ago, even. Um, mm. courts are realizing more and more they need to intervene because they now yeah. are understanding more and more about the really potential danger of of what speech and expression on the internet can be if it's anonymous, especially if it's anonymous. Right. And and so one of the things that would seem to make sense, I mean, the social media platforms, they have no rules at all, but they're allowed to put up someone who can hide their identity and spew whatever they want. So if they're going to allow that on their platform, what's the liability for them? Like if I say something, um, then therefore someone could say, well, you've defamed me, then they come after me and the company. But, you know, if if someone goes on Facebook and is using their forum to spread malicious or maligning um, content, what's the onus on them? Why can't they be held to account so that maybe they won't allow for this crap? Or in other words, say, look, if you're going to be online, you got to put your name in, you got to have your actual identity. You can't hide behind this. Yeah, and and that and you raise a lot because of a TV station or radio station would get would get held responsible, right. but the social media companies don't, and they're the, they're they're the forums where this is going on. Right, and it's and but you know, and it's not just the social media companies; it's it's all no. of these websites. A lot of them, these third party websites mm-hmm. in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And here's the problem with that, Alex, is is that let's say, and I've seen it happen so many times. You got this third party website in the U.S. You write them a letter from Canada. 
and they, you know, you can hear them laughing at the other end and they go, well, we're protected here in the UA. Go ahead, bring your action, whatever. We don't care. Now, with respect to the major uh, platforms, they do have a process. They do have a, as I say, they'll, they'll get involved, but, but you're right. Yeah. it's it's very very difficult though if you say to yourself there was a company that brought an action against google that in a very important decision from the supreme court of canada in a trademark case that talked about their responsibility after they were asked to de-index certain things and so there is a precedent here but again i we started our conversation talking about what's the what's the hard part of the downside it's the time and the cost and that's what's so difficult now we you need because irreparable damage happens instantaneously you want to be able to get some repair instantaneous and you can't get it and sometimes alex by the time you you do get your identifying information and you can do that well it's it's way way too late and that person the damage is done damage is done and that's that's the problem with it yeah, I mean, the case in particular that we're talking about is is a sub, it's an Ontario case. So it is a matter of being heard here. Maybe, um, Lauren, it's a matter of if people start to realize, oh, there's a law out there that could actually get me caught. I mean, maybe well, it just has to be mainstream that you think you're hiding, but there are tools that can unhide you. Maybe well, that I, starts to do a chill yes. factor. And I think you're right. And I think anybody listening today should understand that that hiding behind that anonymity, that cloak of anonymity isn't or potentially isn't what it used to be and 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 you should if you if you want to be if you want to use the internet we started our conversation as this as this this vehicle for for expression and speech that's wonderful go ahead and and put your opinions out there and say what you want but make sure you identify who you are because that to me is that's the important part of all of this at the end of the day mm-hmm yeah, it's uh, I, I, my 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 mantra is if I won't say it to your face, I won't say it all. Um, you know, people say I like stuff. It. Well, I mean, look, I think we have to start getting back to that. If you won't say right. it to my face, then don't say it. But people just say the craziest things, and it's just like, can we get back to a little civility here? Yeah, well, no. Well, the internet's <laughs> the wild west. It's the you put out, you have your hose, you put out that fire to the right of you, and another one lights up to the left. That's yeah, what it's yeah. like. And it's and and we can't, there's got to be a way to deal with it. And this particular, the Norwich order the, is, is one of those ways, but they're still very, very difficult. No question. All right. Thanks for filling us in on this. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. You too, Alex. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Lauren Honigman uh, joining us here. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, but again, then then there's the there are those that they'll find a way. They'll go to a different, like he said, find another country. You get a different carrier, and you can just there's so many things you can hide. <sighs> My stepfather never thought the internet was going to last. He's like, "Do you think this internet thing will last?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." He died never being on the internet. And I'm thinking he's he's probably better for it. He never had, he never got a peek of that world. And I think how nice would it be not to have uh, known the cesspool of social media. <laughs>